It is yet another pleasant Saturday. You're on to your most educating, informing and entertaining weekend delight, NASCO Moments Radio Show. This program is powered by your quality foods and household products provider, NASCO Group Nigeria. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Information, they say, is power. Perhaps that is why at any given opportunity, people are busy seeking information through all available sources in order to not only be aware of the latest developments within their environments and learn new things, but to enable them to take informed decisions based on such information. Most times, such information when gathered is shared with friends, relations, colleagues, associates and loved ones. Today, more than any period in world history, the internet is abuzz with so much information that is being shared through various social media platforms. This is besides the several satellite television and radio channels, as well as magazines and other computerized information services that are transmitting videos, audios, pictures and other messages across the globe at a speed never known to mankind. A recent study done in Japan found that the production of information is growing at four times faster than the consumption of information. The sad aspect, however, is that the bulk of the information that is being consumed is fake news and rumors. Although fake news and rumors have existed as long as human beings, new communication technologies have allowed for new ways to produce, distribute and consume fake news, which makes it difficult to differentiate what information to trust. On your favorite NASCO Moments radio show this Saturday, we shall focus on Feeding the Human Mind – How Consumption of Fake News and Rumors Damage the Personality To help us address this critical topic today is Professor Victor Duga, the Dean, Faculty of Arts, Federal University, Lafia. He is a winner of the Association of Nigerian Authors Anna Prize for Drama in 2009 for his play Hope Harvesters. Professor Duga is a reputable authority in the fields of theatre, literary theory and cultural studies. He's also an Alexander von Humboldt Fellow. Stay tuned to your radio sets. We'll be back right after this. I'm Hudung Yang. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This is your shabby city shine. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent. Oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soup? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Professor Duga, welcome to the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you very much, Hudu. Okay, so um, what does the search for information say about human behavior? Well, it says that human beings are basically carnivores of information and they need information for all kinds of things. They need to be able to explain things that happen to them. They need to be able to describe things that happen around them. They need also to be able to control the things that happen around them. So they basically have to go for information, to go in search of information wherever it exists. So basically, this is the information behavior of human beings. People just want to know something about what is happening around them. And with the globalized world, the environment is enlarged. So you basically want to know whatever is happening around the globe. What are the sources of information and where can they be 
how can we get to those sources and how credible are they? Well, there are formal and informal sources of information. Formal sources are those information that you receive officially and informal sources are those that you receive from other sources other than the official channels. And with both, you have the traditional and the non-traditional or the new media sources of information. Um, people basically would want to get formal information from formal sources. But there's a lot more information that formal sources don't offer. And so people rely on informal uh, situations and informal sources for their information. Uh, because of this, um, the need to get information, people will source for that information wherever it exists. It's part of human nature. So what would you say are formal sources and what are informal sources? Formal sources are things like memos, uh, gazettes, official things that are released, if official information, news broadcasts on uh, credible channels. And informal sources are those messages you get, whether it's from social media or phone calls that people make to you and sort of give you information. Okay. Yeah. What would you say then is fake news? Fake news is basically pseudo news, false news that is disseminated through any channel of communication that is intended to cause you to take an action that you would not have taken if you didn't get that false information. It is intended to direct your mind to a certain uh, action or to make you have disaffection towards a certain issue or a certain person. Obviously, build on some truth, but not absolute truth. So it's a deliberate falsification. I will turn them into two categories. And the first is disinformation. And disinformation is the deliberate attempt to confuse or manipulate people through delivering dishonest information to them. The second part is misinformation which is misleading information created or disseminated without manipulating, manipulative or malicious intent. So one is designed to manipulate, the other is just informed to discredit someone or something without, uh, you know, really trying to create a malicious intent. Uh, can you tell uh, the listener the difference between fake news and rumors? Well, rumors are part of fake news. But fake news is... So rumors can be uh, by word of mouth or it can be documented and sent out. And rumors form a critical part of what fake news runs on. Because rumors basically take tend to feed on some facts and then, uh, um, you know, sort of twisted. Sometimes rumors can be harbingers of truth. They sort of precede something that would happen. So eventually people say, well, we heard it as a rumor and it's now being confirmed. But the fact that it's rumor means that it's not yet been confirmed. This is very different from news. News is 
and information that can be verified. Rumor may not be verified. Fake news, on the other hand, is deliberate distortion of what is not correct. So rumor can play a part in fake news. Rumor can also play a part in uh, news that can be verified in some instances. You can see how closely related they are and why it certainly would be confusing to some people. Yes. Uh, but I hope that it's clear right now. It's the Nasco Moments radio show. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back right after this. Essential vitamins and minerals. Nasco Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Okay, we're back on the Nasco Moments radio show, and today we're discussing feeding the human mind, how consumption of fake news and rumors damage the personality. Uh, we've been talking to Professor Victor Duga, the Dean, Faculty of Arts, Federal University, Lafia. Doctor, why is it difficult to deal with fake news? Uh, it is difficult because, as we said earlier, people want to get information. And many times, formal sources of information don't provide the information that people need. And therefore, people go in search of that information. And with globalization and digitization of the media, the ICT world, People can literally go anywhere in search of this information. And the ICT world is a big storage of information. So you can practically go through history to look for information and it's available. Uh, so if somebody posted a fake news, say five years ago, if you go in search of it now, you will find it. So people want to get that news and it's so, it is so difficult to stop them from getting the news, especially when they have the sources to go there. And fake news itself builds on one premise, which is the vulnerability or the partisan potentials of those getting the information. So if I've come to you and I have a notion that you're not really a friendly person, I'm basically looking for every information that will confirm that. So any information I get that confirms that will basically satisfy me more than anyone that would say you are friendly. So if I'm partisan or I'm biased and I need to get some information, I'm basically going to be fed the kind of information I like. So fake news works very well in that way. And that makes it very difficult to be able to counter fake news. And one of the things about fake news is that once it is out there, it takes verifiable news a long time, a lot of resources to be able to confront and to overcome fake news. Now, as a professional, um, to what extent would you say the internet has served to promote fake news? Um, historically, once mass media 
came on stream from the 15th century when uh, Gutenberg created the printing press. You could now circulate information more. We had that incidence where people could print things that were not correct and then circulate. So more people had access to that. Now, this is not the printing press. This is the electronic media that is in the hands of almost everybody. It means that one fake news could literally hit millions, if not billions of people at the same time. So ICT has really driven this to a new level. It has made it global. Uh, and, and right now, it's so uh, technical and driven by technological developments that we have what is called deep fakes. So deep fakes are those fakes that are created by technology that you would see me saying things I really didn't say. And the voice, my voice, will be uh, adjusted and tuned and someone's voice will be used and my own voice will be brought up on it. And you hear me saying things about what I really hate and I'll be saying I love them. And now people could see my image, hear my voice, saying things that I really would never say even in my dreams. And it's so believable. It shows that we're living in really dangerous times. Really but dangerous then, times. How yeah. can fake news be identified? Well, there are a number of ways that you can identify fake news. Uh, first is for you not to be biased yourself to the point where you can't identify truth. You need to have uh, an open mind in the things that you do. So, have an open mind. Don't be biased. Try and um, check out information well before you post what you need to post. Um, check the sources. What are the sources of information that you have at hand? What is it that you are being told? Is that source credible? Are there other sources that can confirm what you have just seen? If not, then check again. If you are in doubt, ask the experts. Is this thing correct? Is this true? I mean, we've had uh, instances where people have said they have cures for HIV. And then they post it out there on the social media without verification. So, and there are agencies that can confirm this, that can tell us this is true. Have you heard of this? Have you proven this? Um, precisely now, people tell you a computer can diagnose you and tell you what it is. Ask doctors around, is this true? Can this be done? What do you think about this? They've studied this. They'll be able to confirm that or cast that away. Uh, also, there are so many sites that are fake. So, Check out those facts. How credible are those sites that you're getting information from? Unfortunately, many fake news are passed by word of mouth from people you trust. So if somebody sends a fake news to me and I forward it to you, now the original source does not matter any longer. But because I have sent it to you, I have placed my credibility on this fake news and therefore I've given it some pseudo credibility. And you're not going to say, oh, this came from this source. You're going to say, so-so person sent this to me. Therefore, I believe it. It must be true. So watch your source and be very critical. 
take every information with a pinch of salt. Okay. So don't just go ahead and forward, forward, forward. No, don't. That's what a lot of people just do. Don't. Ask do yourself, forward. does this make sense to me? Uh, is this uh, is this possible? I mean, I've seen some news. I wake up in the morning and somebody says, oh, send this to this and your account will be credited with this and that. And I say, hold on. It's the same banks that are taking charges for sending me SMS. How will they wake up one morning and just credit such millions into an account? Think carefully. Does it make sense? Is it logical? And if it's not, then Discard just it. ignore it. And please don't go ahead and forward uh, such information. It's the Nasco Moments radio show. And I'm sure you're um, having a good time as we are here in the studio. Join us again right after this. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest is Professor Victor Duga, an Alexander von Humboldt Fellow and a reputable authority in the fields of theater, literary theory, and cultural studies. He has been sharing his thoughts and experiences on feeding the human mind, how consumption of fake news and rumors damage the personality. How can people best be educated on how to access and use different sources of news so that the consumption of fake news does not damage uh, people, their personalities, and so on? Ah, well, um, first is that people need to be uh, media literate. People, uh, Marshall McLuhan says that the medium is the message. In other words, just because you're hearing this on radio, it must be true. But we must develop a critical consciousness that it is no longer the medium that is the message. The medium is the message. Is the message correct? Because I'm the recipient of the information. And thankfully, there are many sources you can double cross this, double check this information from. You can cross check from other media. You can cross check from uh, YouTube, you can cross-check even from the credible media sources that you have. You could send an email, you could send a text. And for the mainstream media, that's why now when people are casting news, even on radio, they will tell you, this is my Instagram page. In other words, someone can reach Hudungyang after this program and ask, is that really true? Can you give me other sources? Can you confirm these and that? so that the media personalities are accessible to the public. They are no longer hidden and very far away. You can reach them individually. You can reach the organization. And now they are interactive media. So people can call in and find out whether it's true. Because this whole essence of fake news comes because there is the possibility of citizen journalism. People can be out there on the street and confirm. 
So if something happened right now in Abuja, there is someone on the street who has a phone that can reach us and say, this is not true. I was there. I saw what happened. So there are ways you can mitigate this, especially as a mainstream media. But what about government? What can they do uh, to put a check on fake news and rumors? There have been a number of approaches. The first is censorship. This has happened in North Korea. It has happened in China. Censorship not just of what to say on the media, but a complete blackout. So if you go to China, you can't access Facebook or WhatsApp. Uh, North Korea has done a great job of that over the years. So it's only what they get from the formal media that the public is able to consume because these sources are blocked. Uh, in the liberal world, however, um, some countries have tried to legislate how content providers in the social media should handle fake news. Uh, I think Germany was the first to make a law that says if there's fake news on your um, social media application or platform, you should take it down within 24 hours. If you don't take it down, you will be fined. So it's sort of, we slam a fine on you, you pay some money. And these platform providers are there to make money, so they don't want to lose money. And that's the motivation for them to quickly use algorithms to be able to scout what is fake news and what is not fake news, and then be able to take down certain stories. And they do that by asking people also to complain about stories that are sent to them. If you block, they will ask you, are you blocking this because it's not true? Is it offensive? And so on. So now there are visual images that are, you know, blocked. There are sites that, stories that, uh, you know, site managers take down. So that's for the law aspect. Unfortunately, in Nigeria, we do not have such a law yet. Uh, the laws we have are still inadequate. They have not caught up with the social media age. And so now you find bloggers being arrested and detained for some time because there's no law to really bring them and prosecute them. And I think that uh, the National Assembly should consider this and do something about that. Okay, so uh, there's a lot that needs to be done then. We have uh, quite uh, work cut out for us. Uh, we have to end the program here. Do you have any final word? Yes, I do. Um, I'd like to say that we are addressing consumers of fake news, but we need to address producers of fake news. Do not produce fake news. Uh, it's disastrous, even for you as a person. Uh, it says that you are cheap, you're just a liar with technology and access to technology. And um, to consumers of fake news, I say don't be fascinated by everything that you hear. And my personal principle is that if it is not true, if it is not lovely, if it is not, uh, you know, uplifting, I, I don't want to get interested in it. If it is about pulling someone down, uh, I don't want to get interested in it. Good words of advice, and I hope that uh, the listener can uh, take that as well and make that your motto. It has indeed been a pleasure talking to you, Professor Victor Duga, on the Nasco Moment Show. Pleasure being here, Hudun. Okay. I'm positive that the listener has immensely benefited from this discussion on feeding the human mind, how consumption of fake news and rumors damage the personality. I sure hope you know how to identify and verify fake news and rumors on the media 
and how dangerous they are to society. As we end the show, uh, we hope that you will follow the program on www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or using the Twitter handle at NASCO group. You can also send feedback on any aspect of this show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week's NASCO Moments trivia question is, which East African country witnessed genocide as a result of hate speech and in what year did the genocide take place? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and always write your name and location. We asked the question last week, when was NAFDAQ officially established as a parastatal of the Federal Ministry of Health and who was the first chairman of its governing board? The answer is January 1, 1994 and the first chairman of the board was Tanimu Saulawa. Our winners are Tissing Nanmak Nankin from Zarmaganda and Isaac Edward from Mekatako. Congratulations for winning. You'll get a call telling you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production coordinator Solomon Audum, Malau Silvanus, and Alex Ruben. I'm Hudung Yang. Stay informed and shun fake news.